clock. And the Blazers win the series for the first time in 14 years. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Rip City Rundown podcast. It is our first podcast in a while. We're in the dead of the offseason, not much to talk about. So today we'll kind of just be talking about everything. We'll talk about our expectations for the year, how we believe that the media and just the NBA community is sleeping on the Blazers this year. Um, We'll give a couple predictions. We'll go over just some expectations for the season and then just round it out with just some random topics across the Blazers news cycle. Um, So we'll start off with ESPN is sleeping on the Blazers right now. The first thing I saw a couple days ago when I turned on my phone is Blazers Twitter kind of going crazy over the fact that ESPN has us at 35 and 47 for next year, which I get the Western Conference is very deep this year, but that seems very disrespectful. Wow, they are sleeping on us. And when I mean sleeping, I mean taking a, I mean sleeping. That is, what is that, 40% win rate? Come on. I mean, I understand. I mean, we've sucked every year, and Blazer fans tend to overstock our value every year going into the season, but I mean, I feel like this is a pretty good team, and I am the most excited for this season than since probably the Brandon Roy era, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I, I think uh, this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I think ESPN got it right, to be honest. I think, like, whoa. Yeah. I'm just, look, I, we, I'm just saying from their perspective, because of course, like you said, we overstock our players sometimes, but think about it. We, we looked horrible last year. And like, Yes, we're getting, we're getting Dame back. Yes, we got Jeremy Grant. But I think, you know, the jury's still out on if, you know, the team is cohesive enough to really make a push for the postseason. And the West is ultra stacked this year. I mean, I could I've, – I've had some pretty – I'm the guy on, on this podcast that usually has the takes that are really pro-Blazer, and they've bit me in the butt before. So I'm going to take a step back, harness my expectations. I, I think we make the playoffs. I don't think we're in the play-in, but – to put us at the nine seed, I can understand why they did it, I guess. My question to you guys is, do you feel no, like... Hold on, sorry. Thir- 35 games is, is not true. We're winning yeah. more than 35 games. I, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back on that because do you feel like the West is more stacked this year than it was last year? Yes. I think it is you have bit. the addition of the Timberwolves being a lot better. Clippers are yeah. healthy again. Dallas Pelicans are good. But the Jazz are probably not going to be as good. Well, you got the and Nuggets, too. That's really the only one that's going to drop off. The Nuggets. But my thing is the Blazers went 27 and 55 last year. So they got eight games short of that 35 win mark. And remember, we had a garbage lineup the whole year. And we had to sit Josh Hart. We had to sit Trendon Watford. Like those are guys that are going to be coming off probably our bench maybe next year. Trendon Watford might not get a ton of PT. We had to bench those guys so we don't win. I just feel like 35 is absurd. Uh-huh. I, yeah. I see us in the low 40s. Like, I think our peak is like 46 and our mm-hmm. floor is like 38 and somewhere in like the 40 to 43 range is our. Yeah. I mean, that. just maybe I'm being too pro blazer here and too much of a fan, but like I just compare, you know, the previous years, the lineups, the stats, everything. And I just, I really am excited for this year. And I think as blazer fans, our expectations are low just because of our history, but like every year is a new year. And I, I'm, you know, I th- I'm really excited. I feel like, yeah. We can actually do something this year. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. This is probably like you what said. What are you smiling about? <laughs> yeah, you said this. Come it's on. like the most exciting, most exciting year for Blazer fans just because it's a new team. Um, new pieces have come in. 
I think it might take a little bit of time to adjust. I see us winning 45 games, which might be on the higher side. Look, I all I was saying about the ESPN article is I can see why they put us that low. I mean, let's be honest. The ESPN has been predicting us to be out of the playoffs like all Dame's career. And what have we done? Every time Dame's played, we've been a bona fide playoff con- contender. So I think we win 45 games. We're in the five or six seed range prediction for me. There. Okay. I just like, I feel like every year we're saying the West is stacked and someone's going to have injuries. Last year just happened to be the Blazers. Somebody's going to underperform and teams are going to overperform. And consistently throughout the Damian Lillard era, we have seen the Blazers overperform with a weaker on paper lineup. Now, you just you don't know with a new team like this, like you said, it might take a while. But with Dame being fully healthy and the fact that we are focusing more on defense, like I look at our team, like everyone is always looking at the Hawks and they're like, with Trey Young, you're always going to have a top 10 offense. It's the same thing with Damian Lillard. You're always going to have a good offense if he's leading your team. So just having the emphasis on defense with your players, I mean, who knows? It could backfire for us because you just you just never know. We're not doing the same what we always do, but I feel like this this roster has a little more potential than the past ones. Yeah, yeah I think sure. our um, defense is interesting because, like you said, a lot of our free agent signings were defense-oriented. I think Gary Payton is going to be one of those underrated signings. Um, just people are going to forget. They're going to be, like, watching their team play the Blazers. Like, wait, Gary Payton's on the Blazers? Frick. Because, you know, Gary Payton – we saw him with the Warriors when he was capable of doing guarding one through four. Are you leaving? He probably can hold his own against a small ball five. I mean, he's, he's that type of defender. So I do think our team is underrated. Um, it's just, it's hard for me to put us above Golden State, Phoenix, Denver, Memphis, and New Orleans. And then you're not even mentioning the Mavericks. Clippers. Yet. The yeah. Clippers. The Lakers. Who knows what the Lakers are going to do? AD could not play a single game. He could finally get healthy. We don't know. Like, that's what I mean by the West is stacked. Like the, even like the Kings, like the Kings are a laughing stock of a franchise, but they're like trying to do something. They got some bonus. He's an all-star. I mean, like there's a lot I of, mean, I mean, they can happen. Look at the Celtics yeah. last year. I mean, they were awful start, awful start. Mm-hmm. No one expected them to be in the finals, mm-hmm. but they're a deep team. They have, they sure they have Tatum, but it's not like they have one certified, just like goat level player. I mean, yes, Tatum's really good. He's almost at that level, but you know, they're a spread mm-hmm. out team and they were able to make yeah. the finals. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I have hope because of the defensive approach we took to the offseason. We saw what an elite average defense will do for you. We went to the Western Conference Finals with an elite offense and a league average defense. Um, obviously, in the later stages of the Terry Stotts years, we went like elite offense to like 29th in defense, and that just obviously can't happen. So I like the defensive additions, and I hope they – are fruitful for our team. I really think we get a five or six seed. That's my prediction. I'll say 50 wins if I'm being not humble, <gasps> but my humble self says 40 wins. So I'll meet you in the middle at 45. That, yeah, I said 45. I, I th- like, who knows? Like, we won 53 games like in 2019, and this roster, I don't feel like on paper, isn't as much much worse. Just like anything better. I don't want to come off as the biased Blazer fan. That's why I say if I'm being realistic, it's somewhere in the low 40s. But the low 40s is going to put you at like, what it could put you at a seven or eight seed. I think not. we're, I think, yeah, my expectation is we're going to be in the plan next year. So, like, nine seed for ESPN isn't that far off, but they set 35. That's okay, absurd. Fine, fine. That's the win number six. and it has at 10. I think oh, there's a big difference between 10 and seven. That's in reality, fair. it's not, but like, it obviously is. On the Look, of course, it'd be a really sexy take to be like, we're going 50 and 32, but I just don't see it. I, yeah. I do think that we have guys 
I made a video about this. I think Lestir Little next year could break out as I think he's going to be the starter. I think that was something that another Blazer reporter, Sean Hyken, said that there are reports that he is actually going to be the starter. And it's like getting to the point where it's confirmed next year. He's going to start at the three and Josh Hart's kind of going to run the bench unit. Love but that. like basketball reference did, does like predictions. They predict stats for everyone next year. And they have Nasir Little averaging 14 points and seven and a half rebounds, shooting 36% from three next year. If that happens, that's okay. absurd. And that's amazing. I think, look, 50 wins again, very, very biased take, but let's just assume this hasn't happened in a long time. Let's assume the Blazers have a fully healthy season. I mean, you brought up a good point. You brought up a good point injuries because while there are seven or eight really good Western Conference teams, two of them are going to get hurt. Two of them are going to be depleted by injuries. Like, I don't wish injury on anyone, but you, who knows what Kawhi happens happened to Kawhi? Who knows what happens to Ja? Like, who knows what happens to Zion? I don't know. There's a lot of question marks in the West for sure. I mean, there's a lot of potential, but a lot of question marks too. I mean, obviously, our defense has been awful and previous years but i want to just say something because i was just thinking about this today so like we trade cj mccollum and we have simon's taking his place he's a two he's the same height kind of similar ish play style like my question you guys is is simon just like almost too redundant to cj if we're trying to win a championship since they have like a similar task on our team or do you think they differentiate enough to you know change how we're actually going to you know Perform in the postseason, preseason, or not preseason, postseason. I think it's the interesting thing is you have to look at who are the three other guys now on the floor. It's now a plus defender, Nasir Little. I, I honestly, Jeremy Grant is he plus defender? He's, he's not negative, and Nurkic is assuming not negative. And you know, in the it's tough because like even two postseasons ago where we played Denver. You have, you're starting Norman Powell at the three. You got Robert Covington, and you have Nurk, and you have Cantor still. We have Cantor on that team. Oh, yes. Yeah, backup because oh, yeah, Cantor and Mello had the turnstile defense coming exactly. off the bench. And then your bench, like look, the bench, was something else. Yeah. So you're so, saying Simons is redundant to CJ, but our other factors are what's going to what what make I would say is I guess yes, he's redundant to CJ, but he has potential to be a better defender because he's just more athletic. And also the one, the one year where the Blazers had two very good defensive wings and a solid defensive center in the 20 and the, and the, and the run to the Western conference finals, we were successful that year. Like we're successful. If we have the blueprint, if we have a deep team, because that team was deep, we had a good bench that year. We weren't getting destroyed off the bench. I think we have a pretty good bench this year. And then we obviously have the yeah. wings that can play defense. So I think this team follows a similar blueprint to that team that made the Western Conference Finals, and that excites me a lot. Yeah, yeah. I will say, I think the broader question you could even ask is, like, who would you rather have, Simons or CJ? Just in general, like, who, not necessarily who do you think is the better player, but who do you think fits the team better? Are we saying future too? Because that's not like, what is Simons' roof? Because like. Well, you know, obviously I can't, I can't get better, but I can't say the future. Cause that automatically makes it Simon's let's just say for the upcoming season. Cause CJ still, I, th- really I think good. it's going to, my answer is for the blazers. It's Simon's because you needed a shakeup. Like we just mentally and needed to be Simon's. I see if that. I'm like the Pelicans, it's, I'm doing CJ. Cause CJ actually like looks really good as a, it's interesting. Like, number one, number one option. I mean, it, he was destroying the Suns alone. Kind of. 
in a way. It's, it's, I think obviously CJ has a bigger bag. He's got more moves offensively, but Simons, Simons can shoot the basketball. Yes. So. Pair that with Dame and they don't get hurt. Top five offense lock. I'm saying it right now. Lock it. Louis Top lock. five offense lock if they're both healthy and don't like poop the bed and perform like absolute trash. That's a take. I'm saying it. I, mean, I, I will say, I, I think the Blazers could be a team kind of that surprises a lot of people. And I'm going to make a comparison here that could be really not good, but I'm going to make it anyway. I think the Blazers could not – and let me just get out ahead of this. I'm not saying the Blazers are going to become this team for multiple years and have this much success, but I think the Blazers could be like a Phoenix from two years ago where they kind of shocked the league, kind of was higher in the standings. You know, you had Booker. Go to the finals. That's, that, that's why I said, like, <laughs> pump, pump the yeah. bags. But, like – Or win the finals. Yeah. I'm kidding. Wouldn't that be something? But I think we could pull up a little Phoenix action because, you know, Chris Paul comes over – Everyone's like, how's Chris Paul Devin Booker going to play? Kind of the same with Damon Ant. Nurk and Aiton. Look, I think Aiton's better, obviously, but big boy in the middle, obviously. <laughs> Boston you know, just, look, M- Mikhail Bridges is better than Nasir Little. Let's not get it twisted at all. But, you know, Nasir Little can fit that mold. If he Look, if Nasir Little averages 14 and 7, according to basketball reference, that's a great Think about it. I'm not comparing Nasir option. Little and Ant. I'm not comparing Nasir Little to Ant and CJ. But – it like the Blazers have a good track record of developing their first round draft picks. It's taken a long time for. Nasir. It's taken a long time for a lot of people though. Simons he didn't break out until obviously his third year, or was this his fourth year? Third. Third. And then CJ, I think he broke out in his third year. This is Nasir is also I said in the, my video that I made um, that was posted before this that Nasir's in a contract year. He's going to be a restricted free agent. People tend to play harder and better in the contract years because they want to make money. So I just think a lot well, of I've signs. never questioned I've never questioned the Sears like oh yeah I I said that hustle. But just like that's another thing that's like but that, yeah I would like to see I like our bench. I like I would like to see this team be a bear, like scrappy. I, I got tired of the old veteran bench that just came in and just assumed they could take 12 mid rangers a game. <laughs> hey, I gotta take, I gotta take. What's your if take Josh right? Hart is coming off the bench? I think he gets some form of discussion for six man of the year. It's, it's, I think Josh Hart's one of the most underrated players in the NBA because I saw I, he his is. post See, the other day. The fact that he's not starting. Is talking fun. about he, he's one of the best role players in the NBA. He's an elite rebounder, obviously, as a guard. He has sneaky scoring because he obviously averaged 19 points a game and basically 40 pointers. a bench unit last year because those that was a bunch of bench talent around him. Yeah, he's great in 90 burgers. He's great in 99th percentile in defensive versatility. He shot 56% from the corner on three. Wow. Look, all the, all the signs for a role player and elite at it. Josh, Josh Hart's right there. Look, I, I think you got Josh Hart and GP two coming off the bench. You got, I'm assuming Shane Sharp. So sprinkle in a little sharp, sprinkle in a little sharp, sprinkle. little Winslow, little Watford. It, here, here's the thing. It, it, Summer if you, MVP. If you're like everyone plays well and you put it together, this team looks amazing. But the, there's so many question marks. Like, is Nasir Little going to be a viable three years and you continue to be injured? Is Jeremy Grant going to fit in well? Is I'm not going to question Dame. I believe Dame comes back amazingly. Does Ant and Dame coexist? Can Nark return to his form? Like, it's just there's a lot of lot of pieces to the puzzle that need to go together, as with most teams. But I, I know 
I do want to say that this might be like a kind of delusional way of thinking about it, but like obviously our bench in the past has been old. So you're more likely going to regress when you're old. Young, right? so like a lot boys. of these got young guys. Now I'm not Early saying defense. all the young guys progress at a perfect rate, but they're more likely going to increase their value yeah. than decrease their value. So little is probably not going to get worse than last year. He really only is probably going to get better. Same with Trendon Watford could probably is probably going to get better. Like we have a young core that is actually probably going to grow together a little bit other than like yeah. you don't have mellow yeah. anymore. That's obviously not bringing just- in old veterans and chucking up some shots on all offense, no defense. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I like our approach to our bench this year way more yeah. than the previous year. Oh, mm-hmm. A dog barked. What was that? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, let me just continue off that with the bench. I think we kind of saw it in a nutshell in summer league. Like we were a team in summer league that was young, athletic, and competed on the defensive end. Even like you heard announcers being like, this is not a normal Blazer team we see. Usually we're very, you know, aesthetically pleasing on offense. We score a lot of points, but, you know, the defense can be a big struggle. But I like the fact that our defense and our bench is going to bring the defense. Our bench is going to be young, versatile, hungry. They want to show what they can do. And I, we, even Kenny, Kenny the Jet Smith from Inside the NBA, he has a quote. And I, I remember this quote ever, all the time. He says, if you play hard for 82 games, you'll win 41 of them. Because, like, if you just play your butt off every this game. This team's playing I think, hard. Huh? This team's going to be playing hard. I'm just saying we have a bench that's going to be scrappy. I think I think we're going to we're going to have a bench that's going to muck up the game and not give up the leads that the starters will get. Someone someone just dropped a hot take in the comments of our YouTube just 15 minutes ago. About Nasir. About Nasir. They go, he will turn into a more athletic OG on an OB. All right. That is a hot take. That is a take. I think a good way to respond to that or not respond to that, but to react to that is kind of just ask yourself, would you rather have Nasir Little or OG on an OB? <laughs> Give me Nasir. No, I'm just kidding. But I think that's the blueprint who you want him to turn into, though. You're not asking too much. You want him to be like that perfect role player. Yeah, Nasir's um, got the higher ceilings. I mean, he's going to be the fifth option. So, like, his job is to really just lock in defensively and hit some open shots three and deep. I, I do hope he starts though because i think a combination of josh hart and gary payton the second coming off the bench or just being in a closing lineup or something like is there enough offense there you think yes, on the bench? because i don't know I if there's josh enough offense hart, on the josh bench. hart proved that he can lead an offense can he facilitate with the ball um, though or is he just like you said 56 percent from the corner and that's i'm know. trying i'm trying to think about who else could bring a little offense well you're obviously I, I don't I think, think you're going to find yourself in times where you're just running a full bench unit. I think a lot of the minutes no, this year will be kind of uh, dispersed. Like Damon, Damon and Anna are obviously going to play together, but I think we're going to see a lot of times where Dame is running with. Where they stagger? They sta- stagger. That's the word I was looking for. Um, I think GP is an underrated offensive player, just a little bit. Everyone probably, you know. Yeah, it's not like he can't so he's shoot. He's a great defensive player, but he can shoot. And we saw him dunk a couple times. He, he's a perfect guy to, like, he's play in the short corner, like, high post. Like, he's he could be a guy that, like, screens for you as a 6'3 guard. Yeah. He's that, like, stocky and athletic. A lot of interesting plays above his position that you can create. You put GP in, in the pick and roll. You Because what's going to happen is, is, is I'm already thinking about the postseason because I just is what I do. Because, you know, we make the postseason, like, usually. 
Yeah. So like, let's hope that doesn't turn into a bad pick like last year. Yeah. Just fingers crossed, knock on wood. Um, but I can just see like a lot of teams when Gary Payton's going to be on the floor is going to hide their worst defender on Gary Payton. Cause he's probably not the most floor, best floor stretcher, best individual offensive player. But if you put him in action and pick and roll and you get their worst defender switched on to what we want, or they double and then, you know, it's the same story. Look, Dan's going to get doubled. You're going to make the pass to Nurk. He's going to kick to the corner, and Candace here little make a three-pointer because Alfred Camino cannot. Yeah. <laughs> so but when it went in, it was so beautiful because it never hit the rim. Oh, it was a rainbow. <laughs> well, what shot are we talking about? Yeah. Who? Are you, are you referring to a specific shot? You're like, when it went in? No, I'm right. Oh, no, no. I just know that anytime Aminu shot, it was either just like a brick or it was a person. That was a higher kick shot. That thing got 20 feet in the air. For That's what I'm saying, dude. It was a rainbow. That thing was... Look, I, I like our team. Just to close that that section of the pod there. Yeah, um, I mean, summer is just a dead time, but we're excited to you know make some vids in the off season. We'll probably upload lots of pods, weekly pods, maybe analyzing the, <laughs> analyzing every week. Yeah. So, yeah. are you talking about during the season? Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, think we'll, we'll do like our plan for the season. We'll lend the viewers on this. Um, you know, maybe once a week. There's a marquee game. There's a really good game. Uh, maybe not even once a week. Maybe like once every two weeks or once every three weeks. But I do want to live because obviously we have lives. But live I want to live stream different games. Uh, have you guys watch the games with us? Um, yeah, like you said, we'll do a podcast a week. We'll still drop normal videos. Mm. Um, and then obviously the Instagram is going to be giving you all the updates. The Twitter is going to give me all the updates, and the TikTok is going to be giving you. All the highlights Content. and different Love random that. thoughts that Cody decides to come up with. That's yeah. right. I want to take a, this good moment of the podcast. I want to thank our sponsor for the podcast, Created by Nature. Uh, as you see behind Cole there, uh, go to createdbynature.com. If you like seeds, Link some like fragrances, heck, there might even be some remnants of wood candles on there. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. But createdbynature.com, they sponsor this video. Um, How much did they pay us for this? That's that is uh, not, Cody, how that much is, we will you? not disclose that information. Okay. How much how much do they pay you? Me? <laughs> <laughs> uh inside joke, inside joke. Yeah. But uh, I yeah, want to no, think- sales are great in the summer, obviously, because everyone wants to plant flowers. Um, this is the Colorado one. If you don't know anything about Colorado, you can or you do know that in we don't like the Colorado they got knocked scene. down the playoffs hey, by the Portland Blazers. A little nugget here. So Created by nature. Oh, a little nuggets. Company. Denver Nuggets, Colorado, Denver. Yeah, you see what I did there. No. Um, but sorry, created by nature. They have seeds. Each state, obviously, most of our viewers probably come from Oregon. They have an Oregon package, and you get a special prize if you go in the comments and tell me the state flower of Oregon right now when you watch this. Really, <laughs> people are, are definitely really... cheating. Oh, I don't okay. care. It's 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 for the it's for the it's for the engagement, man. I want people to engage with us. But a anyway, funny thing that was brought up to me by someone who saw our setup is the fact that there is not an active player behind us. We got CJ here. We got CJ here. We got oh, Gary wow. Trent Jr. Gary Trent Jr. Or actually oh. Trenton Watford. So never mind. What's you a shoe what, though? What the dames? What we got that? the dame shoes. We got a dames, dame signed dame. basketball. Okay, we at got, least dame's still on my team. We got an Oregon duck there just because it has to do with Oregon, obviously. And then obviously our sponsors created by nature. Thank you. Remember links in the description. Go get your seeds. Go get your seeds. And they're not sunflower seeds. They're like seeds to plant. So yeah. 
Or again, you don't have to get just seeds. You can get magnet stickers. Magnet stickers, fragrances, hats. They have merch. Speaking of merch, let me talk about something. I was going to say, let's get into that. Again, if you are listening to this podcast on Spotify, before we get into the merch, make sure to give it five stars. If you're watching this video on YouTube, make sure to like it. It helps us grow a lot. And then obviously just we say it all the time, go follow our social medias because that's where you're getting all the updates. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, merch merch not not confirmed design it's not confirmed it's it's still in the works uh we're in the preliminary stages here uh but down the line maybe at some point in the season depending on how good the team is depending how relevant the blazers are we might want to drop (laughs) our channel yeah and our channel which i think correlates with how good the blazers are um we will probably drop some merch we have some design ideas uh maybe in the coming days on TikTok or Twitter or Instagram or something, there will be some leaks of designs maybe. And I want you guys to, if you're listening to this podcast or you see the Instagram post or TikTok to comment or like the post and let us know if you would buy it or not, because we don't want to buy a bunch of shirts that no one wants to buy. And we want to make sure the designs are good and authentic and yes. they stick with people. And because a dream and of not mine, copyrighted and not copyrighted, that's key. A dream of mine, I want to go to a Blazer game. I want to see our shirt on someone's body. That'd be dope. That would I be really sweet. speaking on Blazer games and when they could be schedules coming out soon. Let's We're definitely gonna make a podcast when that comes out. Are we gonna really Christmas game? See it. No, because I want to <laughs> no. see when our first games where they are. Can we get out to a hot start? When could we attend the game? You know, there, there there's. I, I want to make it to a couple games at Moda, and I want to. Meet some of you guys there. I want to see a Blazer game against LeBron James. I have not seen LeBron play yet in my life. Who's the best player you've ever seen play live? Dame, Curry, Durant, those three. So Curry and Durant. <laughs> okay. Okay, I see what you did there. Curry other, than, other than the Blazers players, I'm trying to think about me. I don't know who it is. Curry, Durant. Hmm. I've seen Ben Simmons play. I saw Giannis when he was like a baby. Jalen Brown. You saw Jalen Brown play? Oh, in oh, high, high school. school but oh, was, right. Payton Pritchard was dogging him. I saw Kyrie. He was smooth. That was, that was, and oh, that, oh, that who was did like we? Third row. That was insane watching him do handles. Oh, my God. That was great. We saw the Mavericks. Did Luca play that game? That no, was he a didn't. bad game. No. Oh, poor thing. Things poor thing is played. That Maybe Trey Young. Seen Trey Young play a couple times. Oh, yeah. I saw him play once. What about uh, the Magic game we went to? <laughs> um, Gary <laughs> Harris. I will say. Underrated. Hey, if you go back to it was one of the last games we played him before COVID hits. It's 2020, I believe in March. We played the Magic on the road. If you find clips of that game and you see three guys in red on the court side, that's us, boys. Not, 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 well, not all three of us. Two of us. Two of us. Because one of them was really short. (laughs) That was two guys, his brother. Oh my God. I want to say court side one game. That would be insane. The closest I've ever sat was third row. That's the closest. I think. What made it super cool is the fact that it wasn't a high marquee game. So I know that the Blazers saw us and actually like like acknowledge they're gonna us. know us. They're gonna know us in the future when we're the most popular right. Blazer channel. I want to follow anyway. I'm done. I do want to say that we uh I sat behind Trendon Watford's parents at the Blazers Hawks game and got a response from Trendon Watford on the Instagram after that. It was good stuff. Shout out Trendon. If you're watching this, you probably are. He could make the biggest leap this year, too. He could. I'm just saying. He was summer league MVP. Yeah. So I I wanted a ring. 
Can I can I can I start something here? Yes. Okay. okay. So it's 2022. We're celebrating 10 years of Damian Lillard here as a member of this franchise. Um, and this is more. Uh, so in the past decade, 2012 to 2022, I want you guys to give me your top three blazer moments. Not necessarily best blazer plays, but for you, like individual blazer moments top three i'll if y'all want me to start i will if you have it go i've got i've got one that i'm i can think about i just need three by the end of the video it doesn't have to be at once yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna well i'm not gonna say the thunder shot because i actually didn't watch that moment live but example and i and i'm not gonna include it because that seriously wasn't my favorite moment as a blazer as a day no mine was what even it's Good and bad. It's um, game five, Denver, the one that we lost. Just seeing Damian Laird hit that second OT shot, because once he made that, I was like, all right, even if we lose this game, this is a historic game that sh- that proves that without that game, they might not, might not even be top 75 because he's that close to the top. It's just that's just what made Dame just, I don't know, yeah. view in people's eyes, just a like a goat. Like that was insane. That, that was also the game that people were finally realizing he needs to get out of Portland. <laughs> um, That's what made him almost request a trade. Yeah. But the, That's why it's that good was, and bad. That was yeah. insane. Because when I, I saw that going, I was like, unbelievable. That was some of the best shot making I've ever seen in my life. I was actually, my mouth was open the whole time. I was like, what am I watching? One for me, one for me would be, um, it, it, it is Dame's 2014 shot against the Rockets. <laughs> what? You just had something really sus there. Me? Yeah. Well, he is laughing. Okay. Dame shot versus the Rockets. What? Whatever. Dame shot versus the Rockets. Um, I'm watching it. Okay. And um, uh, Parsons reverse layup with 0.9 left. And I'm watching the game. I believe I'm 13 years old at this point. And I, I start, I start crying yeah. before the game's over. I start crying. With that child was so lucky that hurt. Oh my god! I know. So it's point nine. We call time because in my head I'm like, oh my gosh, we're gonna lose. We have to go back to Houston game seven, and we're probably gonna lose. And you know, like Aldridge just played insane. Dame's played well. I'm crying as they inbound the ball. I felt like such an idiot because Dame makes the shot, and I'm like starting to cheer through tears and I'm like, dang, I didn't have any faith in my team. This sucks, but it was still a cool moment. Cause I remember like crying and my parents already knew what happened. So they were like, why are you crying? Just watch the rest of the game. Facts. <laughs> so like in the back of my head, I'm like, there's no possible way we win this game. And well, and Dame does what Dame cemented. That. that was the moment that cemented Dame as a low key legend already. That was, like, true. He's okay. here. that was his welcome. I'm here moment. Okay. I've got, I've got two from the same season. Um, The first one I'm going to say, though, it's not necessarily even a good Dame moment, but it is the game. It's when Dame was on that insane run, when he had like six straight games of 45-plus points um, in like late January, early February of the 2020 season when like he went off against all those teams. But the game against the Jazz, when it was that goaltending call, and it was a terrible call, and Dame was so pissed. I've never seen him so mad. He was just drilling the refs after for some reason that made me so passionate and that's when we were already started this channel and when we already started our instagram and i was going off on the instagram and that is just so memorable because not only dame had like 50 points that game but we should have won and that's when we needed every single win 
So that one just sticks with me a lot. And then the other one is it literally popped up on my feed today because it's two years to the day of today. His 61 point performance against the Mavericks and that absolutely just in the bubble. Yeah, crazy yeah. shot when it bounced off. That. that was that was that literally another one. Where it it was the other one that sticks with me is like it's like obviously it's the bubble and we're like we have like our our schedule. We're like I remember the first game we played Memphis out of coming into the bubble and we were like four games back, so we needed to win. And we went hiking that day, so we didn't know what happened. And we win the game, and I'm like, all right, because I remember we were we're in Montana, we're hiking. And I remember going into the hike. I'm like, if the Blazers win this game, then I'll watch the bubble. If they lose, I'm done. Uh, we're not going to catch Memphis. We win. I'm like, bet. Like, okay, I'm going to watch the game. Yeah. It comes down to the, Brooklyn. We're playing Brooklyn. And it, it was so close in the standings. We're like, we win. We're the eight or the, yeah, the eight seed. We lose. I remember this game. We lose. We're out completely. And after seeing Karis Levert miss that shot and seeing Dame under the basket, like getting that passion, I was like, dang, like, this dude actually cares about this team. Like this dude yeah. is fighting for the eight seed and he knows he's going to go up against LA and probably lose, which is another one. When, all that. Oh my gosh. That what? game, the Brooklyn game. Yeah. Yeah. All that to get gentlemen. If, if you're watching online, that's when that happened. Past before half court, getting double teamed. All that to get gentlemen swept by the Lakers. We had to put 140 points every game if we wanted a chance. That's how bad our defense was. Speaking of, I commented on Blazers' top. I was the top comment for the Blazers when they posted Dame 61 points today because I was like, we we had to, our defense was so bad that we had to score 150 points just to win, and that was the brutal, brutal reality. But. My final one before we wrap up, um, this one just is what started that elite playoff run. First game, game one against the Thunder. First bucket of the game, he's pulling from the logo on the on the I, right oh side God, of the court from yeah. five feet back. Dame pulls it, drills it, and just opens the floodgates. And then has a historic series. That that one was pretty fun. Sunday oh, afternoon, I remember three thirty start. Um, this was LeBron's first game as a Laker. Maybe not. Oh, I remember that Ooh. when they exchanged dunks. He dunks it. He dunks it, and then Dame comes. In. And then just does an insane dunk. And then LeBron came back. Yeah, and then he did a third time. But (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, that was fun. That was for both sides. That was fun. You know, you know what game I refer to that as? What the Nick Stauskas game? Yeah, he had like (laughs) thirty. Some twenty-five. We won that game. What? We won that game, right? Yeah, yeah, we won that game. But anyway, (sighs) just it's cool reminiscing of ten years of Damian Lillard. I'm super thankful for him, obviously. Hopefully he comes back strong this year. Yeah, we got more moments this year. Faux show. Um, but and I think that's all finals. we got. What? I said he's going to have a signature moment in the NBA Finals. Oh, all right, I love that. Yeah. That's my take. Obviously. <laughs> um, but that's going to do it for the podcast, guys. Obviously not a ton to talk about, but we hope you enjoyed uh, just us reminiscing on some day moments and obviously just going over how the media feels about the Blazers and our thoughts on it too. Um, so remember, like I said earlier, if you're on Spotify, give it five stars. If you're watching on YouTube, give it a like and subscribe. And then also comment about the merch. We, we want to drop something, but we don't know when. We want to know if you would actually buy it. Um, so that's pretty, do it. It's pretty dope, too, I'm just going to say. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next podcast. That'll be it, guys. Peace.